Hi, and welcome to More From Life with me, Catherine Moore. Being alive is one of the greatest privileges and mysteries, I guess, of modern day. And we didn't even ask to be born. Like that's like the most fascinating thing about it all. Um, we carry millions of years of evolution and still it's probably one of our biggest challenges is just to be here and to be alive in a way that's meaningful and happy and content. And so as we step into 2024, it's a prime time where we're all sort of curious to have a sneak peek into the wellness trends of the year and having that little moment of, I guess, enthusiasm to maybe think about self-improvement and development in some form or other. Like we all know going to the gym and eating well and sleep and all those things are, you know, really important for us. But I think it's important for us to also not sort of, um, not sort of underestimate, I suppose, the complexities of what it means to be human and for us to live in a way that is going to be meaningful for us individually and also how that then shows up as contribution within society. Socrates, um, ancient Greek philosopher, talked about you know, um, the unexamined life is not worth living. And I think a lot of what he was on to, I kind of feel like still rings true in modern day for us, that he sort of talked about the sense of truth and being able to kind of know thyself and having self-knowledge is a way of us being able to cultivate a wisdom so we can live a more virtuous life. And that's so pertinent for us in modern day because as a therapist, quite often what I see is that People are so busy trying to live the life that's important to them in some ways that they're not actually having enough time to get to know who the essence of the person that is inside of their heart or their soul or whatever label you want to put on it inside of themselves, their own inner knowing um, and being that is actually there to be able to then make it a meaningful connection and to stay connected in a fragile world we know too is really tricky. So we're grappling things on many different levels and staying connected in a fragile world can often just be really overwhelming to current time. You know, we need way more than the newest wellness trend, whilst that can be good, or a 10 steps to whatever book or, you know, a self-help guide to the galaxy or something. I don't know, but I think what I'm saying is let's, let's appreciate our bigger picture of being human. Like we have so much just to learn about ourselves. We have a wisdom to cultivate in terms of our history that we've had a learning history of how we've adapted and interacted with that over the years that we've been alive. And also there's so much that's left to be discovered and explored inside of ourselves that we hopefully have an abundance and, and many, many years ahead of ourselves to explore. So with that in mind, I guess, what I feel is always really important that I say to clients is that imagine, imagine that the ambulance isn't getting to you on time and you're about to draw your last breath and you're like, okay, I wish I had much longer here in this physical life. This, this is it. This is it coming. Like, how do you want to feel in that moment? How do you want to feel in your body, in your heart, knowing that this is it? When you have that flashback on the life that you've lived. Are you going to be able to be content and to be able to bear with a sense of integrity and grace and delight and contentment ultimately? Looking back on the life that you've lived. 
And so whether that's today, tomorrow, in 20 years, I think from a perspective of doing kind of self-knowledge work, doing personal development work, cultivating a sense of wisdom and understanding and appreciation of what it means to be here as humans for us, I feel like that's a really good way to try and sort of navigate where we are in any given moment because we can still be going through a journey of self-discovery and healing and overcoming something inside of ourselves and at the same time be at that moment of contentment at any point should we reach that kind of flash moment and our time is up. John Donoghue, a famous Irish um, theologian and philosopher, used to say that whilst he was a priest, he used to often sit with people at the end of their days and, and that moment before they would transition from this life to the next. And he used to say that he would just see a change in them when they would be transitioning. And he could all just really sort of have a sadness and really see how someone who hadn't lived a life is important to them. And so there is something just so important in that. There's a wisdom in that learning, I think, that feels so crucial for us that are here and still alive to, to take from a step back and think about, okay, how can I wisely begin to navigate how I'm spending and living my life that really is tapping into that inner being that Socrates is talking about, that is that deeper sense of knowing, a sense of connectedness in an honest, truthful way inside of ourselves so that we can navigate whatever wellness trends or, or beyond or in addition to that that we wish to in a way that feels meaningful and helpful for us as individuals and it's tricky isn't it because why is it that after all these years of even compassion focused research that we still live now in, in a time where there's so much barbaric scenes of terrorism and there's detention camps in the world and you know as in terms of our fellow human beings and how we treat other people and have the potential to treat ourselves you know it's really horrific and so whilst we have the potential to really develop self-knowledge and wisdom in a way that really helps us to live a virtuous life in a meaningful way that shows up that offers something good in the world and something for the greater good to our society and so on we also have potential for a lot of destruction and to be stuck in greed or harm, you know, and it's, it's really, really, um, it's really complex. That's what I'm saying. Being human and being alive in modern day is, it's a privilege, but it's terribly challenging. It's massively complex. Fenton O'Toole recently wrote about the, the Middle East and he reflected saying how, you know, the perpetrators that are basically terrorizing children right now and killing their parents in front of them before killing them you know that whilst they must be sort of feeling like they're big men in the eyes of their superiors or hoping that they are that you know it can't be easy for them killing people but at the same time their tears are their own and so it's 2024 and the world is still a terribly unjust you know heating up speeding up place where i think we we all do have a contribution to make in a meaningful way and I think we do have a responsibility to develop some level of self-knowledge or wisdom in a way that's helping us to show up in a way that's much more compassionate and preventing harm, alleviating suffering and doing better and right by our fellow humans. You know, approximately 17 people every day take 
there lies death by suicide. Um, in the UK, like surely we're failing something in our society and with our fellow humans for that to be a reality. There's just so much suffering. And it's our biggest privilege and it's our biggest challenge. And so it's incredibly complex and we grapple with staying connected. And so we want to be able to, I guess, hopefully have that space inside of ourselves to go that bit deeper, to go that much broader and, you know, beyond the natural scaffold that we all know that is helpful for us to cultivate a much more honest, a much more compassionate and a much more available version of ourselves in that sentiment to act, to act in a way that's actually courageous on behalf of ourselves, that's courageous on behalf of society and to do that in a way that is going to be meaningful and alleviating suffering ultimately to bring our gifts to the world whether that's through your work whether that's through your hobbies whatever through your voluntary work doesn't matter our thoughts are not fact and so we have anything up to fourteen thousand other thoughts in a typical day and so we can get bombarded with so much sort of thoughts and, and i think you know starting off our sort of self-knowledge journey should really begin with our understanding of our or just our natural brain and of our evolution of our inbuilt sort of societal template that we're living within in this physical body and appreciating the fact that you know our inbuilt history comes with millions of years of evolution of fight flight freeze responses that are designed to keep ourselves safe you know and also our human part of our brain has evolved in such an amazing advanced design way that actually we can come up with the most amazing cures and designs and ideas that can really help to shape and alleviate suffering and, and advance the world. But on the other hand, the challenge for us as humans is the fact that we can think in abstract forms and we can worry to our heart's content and we can be living out catastrophes that haven't even happened in reality, which causes us a lot of suffering, but also causes us a lot of limited living in a way that we live small, we hold back, we don't take the risks in the way and show up for ourselves that is important. So... We don't really get to live our potential for the beauty and the mystery that life really has to offer us. So it's quite tricky. You know, you don't really know, you don't really ever see you orangutan sat in front of a mirror kind of going, oh, do you think my belly looks big in this? You know, and so for us as humans, we have so many layers to navigate and we also don't want to be um, rejected from the pack. We don't necessarily want to be standing out or seen to be different because you know our primitive historical sort of um evolutionary process would have meant that that would have been not very safe for us and so it's really interesting in modern time how we're now in a space where there's almost a, an overwhelm of self-help content out there and there's so much self-disclosure there's so much you know sharing to a degree that in some ways, I kind of feel like we lose sight of what it's all about. I think it's good that we're doing it, but I think we need to do it with more wisdom, more care and more caution so that it is actually serving a purpose for the good of the individual and, and society in terms of how that's shared. So the podcast really will be an opportunity for us to kind of more intimately and conversationally explore some of these ideas and some of the larger topics that have come up time and time again for me in therapy as an evidence-based practitioner you know I'm a cognitive behavioral psychotherapist trained in other 
um, approaches as well. And I'm very interested in um, just sharing and talking with you about some of the, the key larger topics that might be of interest and use to you in a way that you might wish to take and deepen into that self-knowledge or broaden into a sense of wisdom in terms of your living um, and help you feel more connected to what's important to you ultimately so that you feel like you're living a life that is important. My Angela always said that you can only really do better when you know better and so being able to start to stop and not to spoon feed ourselves loads of information but actually to digest it it feels really important and anything I say that doesn't resonate feel free just to completely discard it or leave it at the door um, the last thing I want is to sort of add to a layer of noise or information that is not useful so we want to stop and think about how can I honestly help myself live the life that's important to me and even a step beyond that I suppose is what is important to me and what is it that I hope and desire for myself for the year ahead the next three months ahead the next six months ahead and what is it that I need help with you know so what are the things that I can honestly do for myself and what are the things that I'm struggling with grappling with lacking insight or ways to connect the dots with that I need help with and who can help me do that and being able to try and seek that out in some way. Being a relatively independent modern woman, you know, that has the privilege of education and family life and also working, I'm just so aware of how at times it can be our blessing and our burden. You know, that we almost feel like we need to be entirely self-sufficient and, you know, no man is an island and it takes a village not just to raise a child, but also, to, I think, to live as a human being adult um we're all ex-babies as john o'donoghue would say and we we certainly don't have everything figured out and after several decades being a therapist i don't have all the answers and i don't think i ever will and all i know is i'm trying to stay open to the questions and live a compassionate honest truthful life in a way that is important to me and part of the podcast and me being here is an opportunity to sort of i guess sort of share my thoughts and ideas and hopefully um do my bit for the greater good in a small way that's going to be meaningful so we want to be able to think about making meaningful change you know it doesn't have to be overnight character change it's not about leaving your entire self behind as you venture into a new year it's about acknowledging honestly and truthfully the parts of yourself that you are happy to for the world to see and share and also the parts that really haunt you or things that you think you might take to the grave that you feel like you know what maybe this year is the year that I'm going to work on this stuff and um, whatever that might be that that you hopefully will create a space that there can be a coexistence of the parts of all of you together society really promotes this idea of black and white thinking it's very all or nothing where they have to be living a great life or we're failing or feeling inadequate or not good enough or worthy and it's just utter bullshit you know we're complex as human beings there's so much to us and it's it's about recognizing that there's that is the complexity of being human it's not a case of it being all great or all bad or being happy or being really depressed there's we can be depressed and have moments of joy and laughter and at the same time be navigating something that's really heavy you know and so an appreciation for the magnitude of that feels really essential and I think that's the wisdom bit for me having been a therapist for um some time and also just 
living my own life professionally and personally in my own therapy, really appreciating just what that means and, and, and how that influences my ability to stay open hearted and connected in a way that I don't shut down when I tap into the devastation, you know, of scenes that happen around the world and the injustices and an opportunity, I suppose, to just continually learn and develop ways to stay open and stay connected so I don't shut down. Thankfully, whilst this might sound a little bit sort of scary, I suppose the really great thing about being human is, is that our brains are malleable and we can cultivate the most amazing, heartfelt, emotional skills that are able to support ourselves and new ways of thinking and ways of harnessing that so we can take it into the world and be the version of ourselves that we might never have envisaged uh, with more integrity and resilience and contribution. That's just so powerful and don't underestimate your potential for that. You know, whatever the challenge might currently be, whatever the, the you know, piece of darkness that's hanging in that sort of like wardrobe in the back of your life or whatever it might be, that actually everything, there's nothing, there's nothing nowadays that isn't possible to be worked through. And it's really about how we choose to sort of do that with a sense of ease and pace and patience within ourselves. So as we move through the podcast, I'll be sort of touching on various sort of topics in more depth that help us all collectively as humans to navigate this. And I know it's things that I've certainly benefited from over the years, from evidence-based psychology, but also with a real appreciation for the invisible, you know, our, you know, our spirituality for want of not attending to any particular religion, but for what that means in terms of, as Socrates says, that inner being, that sense of deeper knowing inside of ourselves, um, that facilitates that. And... I hope you find it helpful and, and you're willing to come with me in that journey and we'll look at sort of topics of self-compassion, our thinking, how we contribute to cultivating a sense of spirituality or meditation and so on. And so we will we'll navigate them week by week over the next seven episodes together. And I'm just really excited to be here and I'm really grateful to be here. And I hope that... Um, you reach out tell me tell me what you think if you have any questions reflections um, come find me and um, I don't really be on socials very often but I am on Instagram from time to time um, and I would love to hear from you and look forward to sharing the space more intimately with you going forward take care